welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. Right now, we are in Juan and Michelle's car, and uh, we are going through the Rockies to get back to New Mexico after being at the Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> so it's Juan, who's driving, Michelle, who's navigating, Juan, I said Juan already. Alex, who's just woken up from a long nap. The fart machine. And uh, me. And I'm holding the um, the recorder that we have here, so the audio is going to be all over the place. Um, but we did some interviews at GABF. We, we were just going to bars and talking to different people. So you'll hear from um, Black Sky Brewery that's Slava. in... In Denver, and then we've also talked to uh, a brewery up in Rochester, New York, Peacemakers, and then we spoke to a brewery out in Florida. And what what were they called, Michelle? Twenty six degrees. Twenty six degrees. Twenty six degrees. So you guys will hear that. So we were up in Denver for I don't know, like four days. We were staying at an Airbnb that had a very big fluffy cat, um, very cute cat, very friendly. And um, we, were just, pad. we were just drinking a whole lot over the course of a few days. Yeah. Um, and so we were drinking at GABF itself. We were also going to bars and breweries around Denver. Um, and then on our way back, we hit up Breckenridge, had some beers from that. It's so fucking beautiful. Breckenridge is pretty. Yeah, Colorado is beautiful. So fucking pretty. I might move out to Denver for work if I can find a job there. It'll blend right in. Yeah. I'm totally. sure. Yeah. So, Alex, you were asking a lot of important questions over the course of uh, these couple of days. Um, you were asking about, you know, how how they would mash their stuff, how they would do important things, and importantly, glycol. If they used glycol. Yes, I did ask that question. What other questions did you ask? Uh, how, do, how do they go about their blending? How they worked around their photos? How they kept temperatures? Things like that. And Alex got to go on a lot of private tours with a bunch of breweries. You toured Epic. You toured... What was that one? Biker Bar? Oh, Banded Oak. Banded Oak. Bear. We, we saw Prost on the... Uh, on the tour. So what what is something important that you learned for your own brewery, Alex? No, I think really, I mean, it just confirmed. Just, no, keep doing what it is that you want to do. Don't let anyone tell you that it can't be done. Look for ways to, that, that work best for you. In terms of uh, taking out the product the way you want it. Yeah, and I think one brewery that I enjoyed a lot was what, what was it called? Intrepid Sojourner? Intrepid Sojourner. That was uh, one of the breweries on, on the tour that we took on um, Thursday. Uh, and they they do a lot of like experimental things where really what they're trying to do is bring out a certain flavor in the beer. So we had uh, a basil IPA, an imperial basil IPA. And the difference between those was for the regular IPA or the regular basil IPA, they just use the, the leaves 
And for the Imperial, they use the whole basil plant. So it got a, it's a little bit more bitter just because of, of the parts that they're using and the oils that they're extracting from that. And I like I liked that brewery a whole lot because I, I, I enjoyed that their focus was to um, bring out certain flavors in beer. And they had, a, they had an amazing chai Imperial stout. They, they just had a lot of good stuff, like a Turkish coffee stout that had a very strong mint characteristic to it. So I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, I think that might have been one of my favorite breweries. Um, I mean, I really like True. True's amazing. T-R-V-E. What did you think about True, Michelle? I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I was surprised. I was expecting something completely different. I was expecting biker guys. Because it's a a metal bar. Yeah, Satan worshiper people, like, dressed in black cloaks or shit like that. And stinky and old and like a dive bar but it was very nice well kept kept, like main like just like very nice well kept modern contemporary style really nice yeah the beers are fucking awesome yes what was your favorite part of the trip Michelle um the beer the beer I mean, I know we went to William and Graham's. Oh, that's my favorite part. I was actually looking forward to that again from the last year. The speakeasy. It was really cool. cool. We got to go through a bookshelf to get into the bar. Yeah, it gave me a lot of ideas for my own bar. We'll see. We had some deviled eggs, uh, some pretzel bites, some bone marrow. Duetano. Duetano. (laughs) The drinks were fucking amazing. What about you, Juan? What did you What did you enjoy the most <coughs> about this trip? I really like the fog coming from El Paso to Denver, and you guys were all asleep at some point. It was really, really foggy. Like I couldn't see, and uh, it was going like really slow. But you know, it was really more about the journey. Yeah. For Juan, right. than the destination. I I enjoy the beer. I love Denver. I enjoy that a lot. What about you, Ralph? Um, I. Well, I, I mean, I really enjoyed the tour that we went on. That was really cool. Yeah, um, I asked you earlier today, what was your favorite beer? I, I mean, I don't. There, there, I tried a lot. I tried a whole lot of different beers. Um, I, I, I think my favorite, I'd have to say, is the Basil IPA because I did buy a crowler of it. Um, I just, I, that's one of the beers that I drank, and I was like, damn, like this is something that I had, I don't know, maybe thought of and had wished had existed before, but now it does, and it exists in a really good, good way. Um, so I'm bringing that home. I'm gonna make some pizza dough out of um, or, or using the the basil IPA just to get that that taste throughout the the dough and throughout the pizza it was really good I enjoyed that a lot but man that there there's a lot of drinking and one of Alex's rules um, for the GABF is to um, if you're passing a water station get some water if you're rinsing out your your tasting glass drink that water just so you're staying hydrated and you're not getting a wicked hangover the next day and uh, I think one thing I didn't realize about GABF was that people are usually just going for one session 
but since we're media, we're going, well, we have the chance to go to, to all the sessions. And so, I mean, it's like a, it's a, it's a marathon. It felt overwhelming. It's, it's easier to pace yourself when you know that you have more opportunities to go back and try other beers that you didn't try. But a lot of people, they just have four hours to try as many beers as they can. And uh, it gets interesting. A lot of people get really happy in those first. They fart a lot. Yeah, one thing, if you're if you're claustrophobic, you would not like it at the festival. I mean, it gets it gets packed. Um, just moving through the crowds can be difficult in some places. And there's a, there's a constant murmur. Like there's just like uh, just noise and chatter. Don't drop your on. glass. Yeah. Don't drop your glass. Don't drop your glass. And that's that's a funny thing. I would just hear oh's in the distance because someone dropped their glass. Yeah. It was cool. I mean, I enjoyed that. It was very. I don't know. It was a huge sensory experience. There was a lot to hear, a lot to smell, a lot to taste. So I liked it, even though if I got like kind of sick one day. Yeah, I don't know. What's up? After interviewing Laura Bell, you, you decided to just bounce? Yeah, because I was just feeling super nauseous, and I don't know. I couldn't. It's too much for you. It was a lot because I was drinking. Because we were drinking before going to the actual festival on all, all these days because we had the tour before and then before we were just bar hopping um, just to do that you know and then we get to the tour or we get to the festival and then you know there's a lot to taste a lot to try and I don't know I don't really enjoy light beers too often because of the flavor so like the the, the flavors and the, the kind of beers I do like usually have higher ABV and so you know that can be overwhelming. Yeah. But there was really good. Yeah. whole variety of stuff. It's it's definitely something I would do again. And it's definitely something that any beer lover should do. And any brewer should do. If they want to really step up the game and learn some stuff. Yeah. Brewers are really uh, open to tell you, you know, if, if you're a brewer, if you're an inspired brewing. Um, you can walk to any place and ask to talk to a brewer and like if there is anyone around that brews they will you know give you pointers try your beers if you have anything like they, they're really it's a really really cool fest yeah the brewers are really nice if you talk to them if you ask them questions they're open to you know be nice and they're just whatever <laughs> they'll give you beer too you know you don't have to stand in line kind of did that a couple of times and we got to taste the tweak from Avery but it was directly from the barrel because they had barrels over there so like every three hours they would tap a barrel and they had tweak and rumpkin and I forget what the other one was but we yeah that tweak was awesome yeah. so we tried a lot of barrel age and a lot of sours this time yeah it was awesome very cool so is there any anything else you'd like to say to our listeners before we go on to the rest of the interviews? Um, just keep checking our page. We're going to keep updating for you know, the pictures and everything we did at the fest. Check out that 45-minute video. I know it's 45 minutes with uh, an interview with Laura Bell, but it's all very, very interesting and just tells you how the whole Bell's Brewery started. And how she's taking over and what she's doing, you know, 
I was very proud of her because she's a girl and I'm a girl and we are in a male dominated industry so it's really cool to to identify with somebody like her to look, look up to somebody like her so it's really cool give yourself some time we'll be posting that soon and you know what else any party words one um, just keep on checking our Instagram account or Facebook account um, you know listening to the podcast and if you being on the fest it's really really cool if you haven't tried to get tickets for next year it's an experience that you have to experience yourself and uh, it's really freaking cool yeah drive through the Rockies if you do if you come over drive yeah I, I think it's worthwhile to, to drive up here is fucking amazing beers good company and hopefully we'll take another trip next year maybe to Austin or some other place where we can also go to other breweries and yeah any parting words Alex get an Airbnb smoke a lot of weed drink a lot of beer nice. that's it pet the cats pet the cats all right everybody uh, so yeah we're gonna have the other interviews from the festival and from around in Denver with the different brewers. Um, so share, like, subscribe, as always. Let us know what you think about what we're doing here on this podcast. And, uh, yeah, love you. Mean it. Bye. So for our first interview, Alex and I went to the Black Sky Brewery up in Denver and we had some really delicious pizza out there with some great beer. And then we went outside on the patio and we talked to Slava. Slava is a brewer for Black Sky, and so we talked to him about all the beers that they're making out there. Have a listen. Where, where did the idea come from or inspiration to open up a brewery that was, uh, that had this scene to where it's like caters to heavy metal? Um, it started with our uh, master brewer, Harry. He's the one that always wanted to open a brewery. We started, both of us, at Breckenridge. Um, I used to do production, bottling, kegging, you know, running the machines, cleaning the tank, a lot of awesome. maintenance, obviously. And uh, Harry's been a metalhead his entire <laughs> life. And uh, ever since I met him about 12 years ago, he kept talking about opening Black Sky. He nice. already had the name. He knew that's what he wanted to do. Took nice. us a while to get all of our stuff together and finances and uh here we are been about four years nice four years yeah and and so you you said you uh assistant brewer here yeah i'm, I'm kind of like a head brewer, head brewer. so okay. i i do most of the legwork harry being a business owner is busy <laughs> with many other things but uh, we kind of discuss recipes a lot um I have an idea, has an idea, somebody wants to do a collaboration, we do uh, collaborations with bands. Nice. nice. So any, anybody, we're really open. If anybody has any type of idea, we'll brew anything with you. You know, we don't really do sours, but okay. um, anything else other than that is open game for us. So what would you say your uh, staple beer that people recognize you guys for would be? IPA because it's Colorado. Nice. We go through more IPA than anything else. <laughs> okay. Other than that, um, our Imperial Brown is pretty popular. Ale of Minerva, we brewed a small batch with nice. the band Eye of Minerva, and it became so popular that uh, we have it all the time okay. now. Uh, for a light beer, is uh, Pedal to the Metal, Rosen Hibiscus Light American nice. Ale. 
That one's uh, really easy to drink, so pretty popular as well. When what beer are you most proud of? Um, you know, I kind of switch it up. Okay. I don't always have the same beer. Right now, I'm really excited about our Honey Ale, nice. which is 12.5%. Holy shit. So that's the one that we entered into GABF this year as well. Very and, nice. Uh, that one is something different, but I drink uh, regular pale ale okay. because IPAs can be a little overbearing after a while. <laughs> so if you like a hoppy beer, I love my pale ales. Okay. Uh, Pedal to the Metal Rosen Hibiscus. We have a pomegranate version right mm. now. Uh, very, very sessionable, easy to drink, has flavor, but um, very light. All of our beers are usually very dry. Okay. Dry on the body, so okay. you can you can have a couple. You can have a couple. <laughs> yes. Um, so, a little bit more personal question. What is the craziest story that you have that started off with an Anheuser-Busch, AB&BF, you know, uh, beer? I <laughs> used to work for Breck. They are in them now. I love those guys. I know all those guys. It makes financial sense to you know at some point you want to cash in or yeah whatever yeah. you want to put it but uh you know i i i am on the not on financial side i'm more on uh beverage side okay. you know product so i take that personally yeah. i'm more interested in still flavors developing something new the industry is really crazy right now there's a lot of breweries people coming out with new better things every day um you can't make a bad product anymore to keep up so you yeah you have to try to be creative you have to try to come up with something new have variety you know it, it makes sense to sell i don't blame those guys um but that shouldn't be the point i guess uh, well yeah what's what's your exit strategy probably two more ipas in that front door, you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, the best story that you could tell on a drunk night? Something specifically happened. I'm not gonna say a brewery, but I know somebody got fired for using a mash tun as a hot tub. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm not saying where it was, but that happened. That's I hope exciting. That was a great sour. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Brew Dogs and uh, Jim Coke. Yeah. They uh, they did the episode where they sit in a mash tun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd like to try that beer. I mean, <laughs> Wincoop makes uh, porter with uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, okay. And as fun as that sounds, out of how much variety of beer there is on the market right now, I'm not sure if I need to try that. <laughs> 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 sounds interesting. <laughs> Does it need to exist? I don't know. It, it, yes. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things out there, and people switch off, and, you know, IPAs came in really hard. Yeah. Then the sours were the thing. Now Mexican lagers came up. Uh, New England style IPA. Yeah, those are hot. Yeah, those and and they came in fast. Yeah. I mean, they're probably not even a year old yet. So, which is, if you think about it, is a hoppy wheat, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you drink cocktails? Do you like liquor? Do you uh, like liquor? Once in a while. Okay. Um, What's your I, go-to? Whiskey. whiskey. I like my whiskeys, and there's uh, quite a few different distilleries in Colorado as well. Okay. So I, I do like that, that there is more craft, small batch type of stuff. We actually just did a collaboration with uh, uh, Deerhammer. Okay. And they're out Buena Vista, about two hours from Denver. And uh, we did a crazy experimental, uh, I can say, 
Belgian because nice. it has Abbey yeast in nice. it. They also smoke their own oats okay. to do in the whiskey. So we added that to the beer and then they gave me two barrels still wet. There was still nice. booze in them, two whiskeys and two brandies. So I brewed four barrels, split them into two whiskeys, two brandies, and then we're going to blend it back together. Wow. And make one for extra flavor, and then we're giving the barrels back to them, and they're going to put gonna whiskey re- nice. and brandy back into the barrels. Wow. And that should be ready next year. Okay, so you guys brewed it this year. Yeah, yeah, so the beer is being aged in barrels right now. Okay. And after it's done, it's been about one or two months. After it goes on for another couple more months, we're going to give the barrels back, and they're going to put hard liquor into it. Wow. Nice. That sounds like fun. And we're going to release <laughs> that uh, once a year. We do uh, Denver Black Sky at Gothic okay. down south, mm. and it's basically like a metal fest nice. for an entire day, usually about a dozen bands. I think it's... 14 bands last year or something nice. and we always brew a beer for some of the headliners we brew a couple beers and uh next year we're gonna have hard liquor out of the barrels with deer hammer available at the show this year we're gonna have the beer next year we're gonna have the booze nice look out for that <laughs> <Yeah>. then <laughs> it should be very interesting very cool is there anything else you'd like to share with with us in el paso no keep making more beer thank you this is great i love it very cool i wouldn't trade it for anything else there's always obstacles, growing pains, people sell, people buy, people open new things, discover new hops, keep doing it. The more we do it, the better we get. Awesome. Thanks a lot. So we're with Scott and Todd from Peacemakers. So you guys here at GABF, this is your first time here? This is our first time in, uh, at the GBF. Not, okay. not first time in Colorado or right. Denver, but right. first time at the GABF. And how are you enjoying it so far? Awesome. We're getting to try lots and lots of beer. Yeah. It's uh, it's overwhelming. Right? When, we, <laughs> yeah. when we walked in last night for the first time, it was just uh, sensory overload. Yeah. But it was uh, yeah. a lot of fun. Where do we go? <laughs> Anything good that you would like recommend for someone to try? You know, I tried some uh, amazing um, barrel-aged uh, stuff. I had a coconut okay. coconut porter that was rum barrel-aged. It was amazing. I don't even remember who it was from, but it was, <laughs> that's, that's a problem. That's yeah, <laughs> that's the issue. Yeah, I think um, everyone's so friendly. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. that's oh, what yeah. we found in being in the brewing community. Um, it just it just extends to a festival like this where okay. everybody's willing to just share and. And talk to you about yeah. the beer, and, yeah. and it's it's awesome. So, if someone's gonna make it up there to Rochester to Peacemakers, what 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 would they try? What would they be having? Our most popular beer is our Fonder and Blonder Blonde Ale, uh, but we do some some other stuff too that that's really popular. We have a um, we're doing a for our anniversary, which is in November, we're doing a um, a barley wine aged in bourbon barrel. Nice. It's coming in at about fifteen percent, nice. and. Um, we did a little taste test of it the other day, and it was amazing. <laughs> we did. Um, we, we always do do something different. We have a chocolate peanut butter stout that's nice. coming out. Okay. So all we, you know, just trying to mix it up a little bit. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And so, for distribution, where 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 would people find you? We self distribute. Okay. We're currently only in um, our area. Okay. Um, we have a very small system. It's a three barrel system. Okay. Okay. So. We are looking for a bigger space and bigger brewing system so that we can get out there a little bit more. All right. Yeah. All right. And what do you what do you do, Scott? What do as, I do? As part of the, the brewery? <laughs> uh, well, Todd and I both both own the place okay. and, and we both brew. Um, Todd's really the head brewer. All right. 
I'm uh, more of the assistant, but uh, it's, cool. it's been a lot, a lot of fun. And um, you know, coming out here has been um, kind of. I don't want to say like a dream, like we've always dreamed to come right. to GABF, but it was a it was a really great opportunity for us to meet some people yeah. and, and network, and um, you know our our wives are a big part of that because they're back at the brewery running the oh, running man, the show, really? wow. and they let us come out here wow. to have a little fun. So Very and we, cool. you know we've been telling them. It's all about market research, and they yeah. just kind of snicker and laugh, and, and they know that we're just out here to drink beer. You know? As if this really isn't a business. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're meeting a lot of great minds out there. Yeah. I think Alex has been asking a lot of good questions to like figure out how people are making their beers and like right. learning from that. What question do you have for peacemakers, Alex? Uh, so, how, how did you guys come about into? wanting to do your own brewery and, and, and starting up this business? I was a home brewer yeah. only for about five years and um, and I gave my beer to some friends and they're like, wow, your beer is really great. I'm like, oh, well, someday maybe I'll open a brewery of my own. And um, I heard about a brewery that was selling their turnkey brewing system and I couldn't turn it down, so I bought that. And um, I... Our name, Peacemaker Brewing Company, is inspired by the music of our favorite band, which is Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. And everything just kind of fell into place. The band gave us permission to use the name wow. and their logo. Um, this place was available to buy as a turnkey brewery. And um, everything's been going great since we, we bought the place June of last year. We opened up last November. So we haven't even been open a year, and um, things have been going great. Wow. Yeah. Great, awesome. Yeah. I hope you enjoy the rest of your, your time here in Denver. Thanks. Thank and you. good luck with, uh, you know, more time with uh, in Rochester with the brewery. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> man. Good luck. Appreciate it. Nice talking to you. Thank you. So, your brewery is... 26-degree brewing. 26-degree. Why does it say M-I-E? M-I-E. we stole that badge from somebody else. <laughs> Okay, so your name is? Jonathan Gersey. How do you speak Spanish with that name? Yes, I do. I do. I hablo muy bien español también. Okay, so your brewery is 26 Degree Brewing Company, and tell us about your brewery. Our brewery is in Pompano Beach, Florida. We're about half a mile from the beach. We got a 21,000 square foot space, a 30 barrel brew house with a couple of 530-barrel fermenters and a 60-barrel fermenter. How did you guys do with the hurricane? We did fine. Yeah? Yeah. We were hoping for some uh, facade renovations uh, due to the hurricane, but unfortunately that didn't happen, so we were very lucky. Um, we only lost power for about a week, which was a little troubling, but not, not terrible. Did you lose any beer? No beer. All beer was uh, non-harmed. Okay, good. Yes. That's good. Very Just in case. You never know. Absolutely. So tell us about your beer. What what stands out from your brewery? Um, you know, we make very traditional, true to style ales. We um, we don't follow and lagers. We don't follow the craze of uh, culinarily inspired beers. Um, we tend to be more traditionalist in that sense. We have a great IPA called IPA One A, which is uh, mostly citra and. Uh, Really balanced, a lot of dry hop, not so not so bitter, really easy drinking along those lines. That's awesome. Do you have any questions? So what city are you out of? Estamos en Pompano Beach. Pompano Beach, yes, which is uh, it's north of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so I've told people to go to Rochester for Peacemakers. 
Now go to Pompano Beach for some 26 degrees. Yeah. I'm going to try some IPAs at 26 degrees. IPA 1A, or you can try Captain Ron or Hefeweizen, which is a traditional uh, German-style Hef, with uh, fermented a little bit warmer, so you get more banana esters as opposed to clove and uh, bubble gum. And is that going to be featured at GABF? Do you have that or no? They're not pouring this year. Oh. But... But we'll, we'll definitely be pouring next year. We do have a uh, packaged product that you can find, uh, hopefully, by the time this airs, throughout uh, at least South Florida and hopefully Central Florida. So no Texas? No not Texas yet? yet. yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're, we're growing uh, in a controlled way, trying to make sure that we do what's right for the product and not, not grow too big too fast and, and just have out-of-code product all over the place. Cool. Thank you very much for talking to us. Nice meeting you guys. Yeah. Uh, that was nice and quick. Yeah. Just Cheers like to food. some beers. Yeah, exactly. Very quick. <laughs> very quick. Thank you. All right, let's talk. What is your name? My name is Corey Dickinson. Okay, and your community? I work for Community Beer Company out of Dallas, Texas. Texas. Yep. Hey, yeah. finally, something local. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. Last year you guys won for the Wit Beer. We did, yeah. That yeah, that's awesome. right. Yep. I still have that. I always have it in my bar. Thanks. Yeah, it's so, great beer. So, what do you have for this year? What do you expect out of GABF? Uh, I mean, we, our expectations are, are, are always just to have fun and have a good time. I mean, it's a great uh, community, per se. It's a good group of people. Uh, you know, it's amazing to see friends that are in the industry from other states and, and, and get to kind of just have a great time in Denver. Um, so we don't have any expectations to Did you guys to submit anything? anything? To, yeah, sure. Um, we submitted five beers to the contest uh, and hopefully, you know, we'll come home with something. But the competition is, is pretty fierce, you know. Uh, people are making better and better beer and there's more and more of it. So, uh, you know, every year there's more entries. Um, but we'll see. Fingers so crossed. you're holding a beer. What are you drinking? I don't know. Uh, I am drinking, <laughs> they I just gave me a beer him. and I'm drinking uh, I think this is the Colorado, 5 o'clock? I think it's the 1916. Okay. The 1916. They're Colorado lager. And what do you usually drink? I mean, beer, uh, I mean, I don't always drink style? beer, but when I do, um, my favorite style <laughs> of beer. It depends on the day of the week. Yeah. You know, down in Texas for the summertime, I was drinking either a lot of uh, lighter body lagers and some sour beers, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so we did a goes over the summer that was pretty delicious nice. kettle sour with sea salt uh, tangerine and apricot nice. but uh, just I don't know man there's so many are you guys going to the festival now? yeah oh yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. we've been so many here since yesterday what'd you like yeah, do you, you, last night anything, I any favorites? I just did everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. first day I just do everything I just go everywhere today we'll see <laughs> we're in work mode today try okay. Cambridge's uh, Cortumbria or something it's a sour it's pretty good I enjoyed it a lot uh, Cambridge Brewing in Massachusetts okay yeah. alright oh yeah because he was told to to try them out to try some nice. and I did I would check out Texas. what was some of my favorites last night Odd Nation out of notion, Portland. Uh, Look for that. Some yeah. solid beers, yeah. We might be a little bit more strict today. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly more like, organized. Yeah, that was fun. You have any questions, Ralph? If you drink a cocktail, what cocktail would you drink? Like, what is your go-to? Old-fashioned. All right. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Any rye in particular? Yeah. I mean, the easiest to find is Bullet Rye. Okay. You know, that's kind of like the go-to at most bars. Yeah. That's generally yeah. the easiest. Uh, I guess that would be my go-to. Do you guys age your beers in yeah, barrels? Yeah, sure do. Which um, depends on the year and it depends on the beer. Uh, okay. Let's see. The next barrel age release we have is going to be October 29th. 
Uh, Legion, our Russian Imperial Stout, has been yeah. sitting in freshly dense. Well, because you had the Macallan one last year. That right? was last year. We changed yeah. the barrels every year for that beer. Uh, so this year it's Jamaican rum. Wow. So we've had that beer aging for several months in and Jamaican that's rum out barrels. Soon? Yeah, October 27th. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like kicks off North Texas awesome. Beer Week. But uh, yeah, it'll be badass. Anything else for the future of community? Anything interesting coming uh, for the next plans? I mean, five-year anniversary, and yeah. probably going to be late January. That's always a huge party for us. If you okay. guys get a chance to come out, I mean, it's like 2,000 people, 40 or 50 different beers. Wow. Um, yeah, it's freaking great. You make sure we send some more to El Paso. We love it there. Yeah. That guy's job. That's nice job. Seriously. Yeah, that's why, that's why the other... It, <laughs> I will hold him to talking it. to him right now. <laughs> awesome. All well, right. thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, thank you. Yes, cheers. Good to see you out Say hi. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Thank you. And for our last interview, Michelle speaks with Laura Bell of Bell's Brewery. We actually caught Laura uh, right before she was going to go on stage at JBF to give a talk about her experiences with Bell's Brewery. Um, so we have that on our Facebook page. That's a 45-minute video that Michelle took at JBF. So give that a look. Um, and right now, just give a listen to this interview with Michelle and Laura. Yes. Okay, so what's new for Bells this time? Oh my gosh. Well, we brought 10, well, we brought 10 beers, some of them from our brewery uh, in Kalamazoo, some of them from our brewery in Escanaba, which is the Michigan Summer Peninsula. Yeah. Uh, we've got a bunch of specialty stuff, so you won't see things like 200 or over on, but yeah, you know. Yeah, we're very happy that Bells finally made it to El Paso. We got the over on, we got the uh, Amarillo one. Oh yeah. Yeah, am I right or Amarillo one? Yeah, so congratulations. So, quick question, what does it feel like to be the CEO now? Now that you're a woman, I'm a girl, I own a business too, so I know what it feels, but what does it feel in, you know, a, you know it's dominated by men, so. It's awesome. Uh, I have the best team. They make it, you know, it's not an easy job, but yeah. they are excited and motivated, and so it makes it a real pleasure doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know, I'm, I'm super happy. Oh, good, yeah. good for you. Okay, so do you have any other questions so we can let her go, do her thing? What beer should someone try if they haven't had Bells yet? Oh, if you haven't had Bells yet. Uh, well, all of these kind of fit into categories of things that you might like. So if you're a hoppy person, uh, try the Roundhouse or the Ales for ALS. If you like stouts, Blackbeard's Bear Hug, fruit beers, we have a Kiwi Goza and a Raspberry. So all spectrums. Uh, so I would say taste through as many as you can. So how's your dad doing now that he's retired? Uh, he's not officially retired. He still well, makes trouble. He's still trying to tell you what to do? Projects, okay, you know, cool. So he's doing great now. We heard things about your dad. <laughs> it's like, don't hang out with him. He's going to get you kind of... There's a brewery called yes. Yeah, yes. party with Larry. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. All right, awesome. So we'll see you talking over there. And if we have any questions, we'll get you. If not, we'll take pictures or whatever. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So that's our GABF episode. Sorry about the audio quality there. Um, I mean, we're in a big hall with a lot of people, so the audio is all over the place. And then we're also just meeting people at bars and breweries and interviewing them on the spot. So it's a little, it's a little spotty here and there. But thank you for hanging in there. Um, if you haven't gone to GABF, I definitely recommend doing that. It's a great experience. Uh, the trip out there was great from El Paso. It was, it's, a, it's a long car ride, but it's enjoyable. There's a lot to look at. 
Thank you for listening. And again, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about us. Write a review for us on iTunes. It gets a lot of people to, to our podcast. Love you. Mean it.